0: Three, two, one. Welcome to the Marn Report.
1: What's up, Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield? I am here today as part of the PCS podcast series with our school liaison officer, Mr. Greg Cook. Greg, would you introduce yourself and tell us about your program, please?
0: Absolutely. Hi, my name is Gregory Cook. I'm the school liaison officer for Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield, and one of my primary roles is to help you and your family transition into the Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield area school districts.
1: So when people are PCSing in with school-aged children, what do you want them to know? What things should they have on them? What should they be bringing with them? How do we make that a smooth transition?
0: So the first thing I would like to let any of our families know is that Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield schools are incredibly military friendly. We have six school districts in our area. For Fort Stewart, we have the on-post dodea schools for elementary k through sixth grade directly off installation we have liberty county schools long county and bryan county schools those are our primary school districts for the fort stewart area if you're going to hunter army airfield we have savannah chatham county schools and many of our families also go to the peripheral school districts such as effingham county and also back into the richmond hill area which is bryan county schools as you're coming in in the state of georgia state school registrations are going to be the same across all of our school districts so the basics that you'll need to have on hand do not pack these Keep them with you are going to be your students' social security cards birth certificates, any documentation such as IEPs or gifted forms from last school districts, as well as your proof of residence or if you are looking to purchase a home, just having that notification for the school districts on what area you'll be moving to so that they can start the enrollment process with you. The great news is with all of our school districts off installation and with the Dodia Schools on post is that they've all established online registration portals. So you can actually start the registration process prior to arrival at Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield and when you get here you can continue the registration. Registration once you have all your documents lined up. One of the bits of information that you most likely will not have prior to arriving at Fort Stewart is going to be the Georgia immunization form and the Georgia ERI and dental screening form. Those two forms are required to enroll in the state of Georgia schools. However, you will get 30 days once you register to get those turned in. And you can get those through Win Army Hospital here at Fort Stewart. Many families have questions on where they want to attend school, and if they have questions for specific schools or for specific districts and programs, I highly highly recommend giving my office a call and I can walk you through any of the information you may need. I work with all of our school districts to make sure our military families are secure in getting the programming that they want for their children. And if there's anything that you may have a question with that I can assist, I'll be there for you. So please do not hesitate to give me a call. 912-767-6533
1: you beat me to it. I was just going to ask you, how do we get a hold of you, Greg? Yep, that's the best way. And then as far as the school records, because I know that was a concern of mine. Kansas was like, no, we're going to hold on to those and we're going to send them to the schools. Would you talk about that for just a second?
0: Transcripts are always going to be a concern for our military families, especially if we have students that are in the high school level um, and we're worried about our credits transitioning from state to state. The good news is, is for the past about 10 years, we've had the Military Interstate Children's Compact. This is a compact that protects all of our military families, students transitioning from state to state that are active duty military, give a level playing field for our transcripts and our credits. What that does is if you're coming in from an example like Texas, you have specific credit requirements in that state for high school, those credits are going to transition to the state of Georgia and we have our own graduation requirements in our high schools. But they can mesh those credits and give you credit for any of the classes you take so that you maintain your track for graduation. This is going to be the same for the gifted programs for any of our um, students at any level. This is gonna be the same for students with IEPs and 504s. Those types of transcripts that you can carry with you as what are called unofficial transcripts will be accepted as your first entry point to the schools and they will work with you to make sure that those support structures are there while they do the official assessments. The official assessments will be that the receiving school request official transcripts electronically from the departing school within 10 days. That's going to be by law that they have to do this. So to assist you in transitioning as quickly as possible and getting in the programs that your students need and also want, unofficial transcripts can be received from the departing school and handed over to the registrar's office at the receiving school so that your students are on track as quickly as possible. We can assist with that through my office as well as through any of the school's registration offices and district offices. So it's really important to make sure sure that you do have unofficial transcripts with you if you have students that are in exceptional learning programs or gifted AP programs because it allows us to make sure that they transition quickly into the school programs that you need. One of the other aspects of the interstate compact that provides support for our families as they transition in is going to be the extracurricular, sports, fine arts, non-traditional auditions, tryouts. Our students aren't going to miss out simply because they're coming in in the middle of a season or in the middle of the summer. If they do miss certain checkpoints for those sports and programs, the interstate compact allows our families to move into these districts and still maintain the ability to participate in any of these programs, these sports, these extracurricular activities. So it protects us and gives us a level playing field that we need as we move across the United States and
1: And then another thing I wanted to ask you about, and do bear with me, I can't think of the name of the bill, but there is a bill here in Georgia. Ah. And I think we've run into issues where people misunderstand it and they think, okay, I can live here and I can send my kid to any school that I want. Would you elaborate on that and explain it? So in
0: the state of Georgia, we have what's called House Bill 224. There we go. What this bill did is it allowed active duty military families living in military housing in our school districts to a choose a school within the zone school district that they would like to attend. An example of this would be if you live on Fort Stewart and you're zone four, say, Bradwell Institute, and you would like to go to Liberty County High, you can request through Liberty County School System, House Bill 224 placement. That will mean that they will have you fill out a form They will check to see if there's space available down to the grade level and they will have an agreement with the parent that the parent must provide transportation to and from. And then that student will be able to go to an out-of-zone school within the district. This bill does not allow you to go to a school outside of the county slash district lines, meaning that if you live in Liberty County, you would not be able to use House Bill 224 to go to, say, Long County or Bryan County. Um, Same thing goes for Hunter Army Airfield and Savannah-Chatham County Schools. Savannah-Chatham County Schools allows House Bill 224 placement for our military families living anywhere in Chatham County. Again, it's going to be for any of the regular schools, not the specialized or choice programs for Chatham County. So that that added benefit for our families gives us a little bit of flexibility within our school districts and does not just lock us into one school or the other. However, you do have to put that request in. And if there's any assistance that you need for that, do not hesitate to call my office.
1: All right. I really appreciate your time and all your information. Is there anything else you want to say to our military families? about PCSing in?
0: Well, first I would like to welcome any of our families moving into Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield. My office, the school liaison office, is here to assist you and your family in making your transition to our local schools as smooth as possible. We have incredibly friendly school districts here for our military families that we work closely with and are great partners with Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield. So we look forward to having you and your families move to our area.
1: All right, well thank you so much for your time again. And uh, all right, Fort Stewart, join us next week for more of our PCS podcast series.